And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. Hey, ma'am, how you doing? <laughs> all right. How's you doing, man? How you doing? No. I'm doing all right. Uh, helping around the house with stuff. Trying to keep out of trouble. <laughs> just doing something to you know, keep myself productive in the house, because uh, we got the kids there. Of course, it's going to be messy. Um... Surviving, really. Right on. I ended up working three days at the hospital. Straight? Yeah. Jeez. And honestly, I don't know how I used to do it, because I used to work like 13 days straight, take a day off, work 13 more days straight, take Mm -hmm. a day off. You know, I was just taking one day off every two weeks. Now, working three days, holy hell, man, that just kicked my ass. (laughs) Get a good night's sleep, huh? I got home... And, um, I stayed up with Zoe and, and Jay for a few hours and then I went, I crashed out about 10 mm-hmm. and I woke up at four. So yeah, I got some good sleep. Yeah, that's good. Cause I, I know that, you know, when you just overexert yourself and you keep pushing yourself and keep pushing yourself and you're like nodding up, but you keep waking yourself up. And then you finally fall asleep and somebody wakes you up. You're like, Aah! yeah. No, I, I I woke up and I was feeling good. And I still feel pretty good. That's good. Energy's the key. So Rebecca was actually thinking about coming over, but mm-hmm. then she was ready to go. But she was just having she was seeing your mom have a hard time with with right. I was telling you she cut her finger open real real bad. Right. And she was like, well, should I go to the hospital? Or she's like, no, just, it'll be fine. Just like wrap it up for now and, you know, it'll heal a little bit over. She's like, but just don't keep a bandaid on it because we keep a bandaid on it. It won't heal. Right. It won't and it'll breathe. Just make it, yeah. It'll make it worse. She's like, well, what should I do? She's like, well, just don't put your hands in water very often and just make sure you keep your, uh, you know, your hands sanitized. Right. So, she was like, well, how am I going to make dinner? Then Rebecca's like, well, I'll make dinner. So, I helped with that a little bit. And she, like, she did hamburgers and french fries and all that stuff. But, like I said, right now, the whole kitchen's a huge mess. Because, like I said, we got the kids over. Somehow, we have a huge ant infestation in the kitchen. Huge ant infestation. Um... 
your mom made ribs for Fourth of July. Uh huh. And uh, you know, and this is the thing that gets me. I was like, okay, I g- I gave the kids, you know, some because she made some of this uh, cheesy noodle stuff. Uh huh. And she's like, well, you, you kids can have the leftover ribs. I was like, okay, I'll make that for them. And uh, I heated up the ribs. I got them some cornbread. You know, I got them some of the the noodle stuff. And okay, a few hours pass by. You know, they're done eating whatever. They're full. Um, when and I can't remember. I think it's when me and Rebecca went to the store. And I don't know if your mom had the kids or not. But when I came back, uh, I came in. And all of the ribs were gone. Okay. The foil was on the ground. And it was just a huge mess. And I was like, what happened? The kids were like, oh, uh, one of the dogs got up on the counter, ate all the ribs, spit all the bones out. I was like, the dog spit the bones out. Yeah, no. I don't and, buy that one. Yeah, and, and you know Amira. Amira is like aggressive when it comes to food and that's another reason why we have to keep all the dogs outside now um she uh supposedly she spit out all the ribs she ate all the ribs um she even got up there and and got the cornbread that was up there broke the cornbread thing and i had i had to clean it up and no no i didn't have to clean it up debbie cleaned it up but i she was like half asleep when she was doing it. Right. So I swept the rest of it up. Uh-huh. And while I was doing that, I got a huge shard of glass stuck in my foot for like all day. Nice. And Rebecca's like, I'll come to the store with me. I was like, why would I want to come to the store with you? I got a piece of glass in my foot. She's like, oh, come on. I'm like, oh, whatever. So I went to the store with her. I'm like limping the whole time, trying not to look like a jackass. <laughs> so she's did, like. Did you get the glass out? Eventually I did because I couldn't take it anymore. I had your mom hunt down the tweezers because apparently she's the tweezers thief. Uh, so uh, I got the glass out of my foot and it was it was that big. So maybe about a half an inch. Yeah, <laughs> it was so painful. And then like right after I took a piece of glass out of my foot and threw it away, uh, Vangelina, one of the girls, the youngest one, she was walking down the hallway. She's like, "Ow!" And I was like, "What?" She's like, I think I got a piece of glass stuck in my foot, too. I was like, how? Wait a second. Yeah, I was going to say down the hallway? That's what I said. I was like, down the hallway? Really? But sure, shit, she had a piece of glass stuck in her foot. I was like, wow. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much been our week so far. Um, Let's see. Like I said, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I worked, you know, the night shift. Mm-hmm. And as per usual, it was busy. I did, however, you know, over in Comicology, mm-hmm. um, they have the original Superman and the original Batman, uh, free download. Nuh-uh. So I, I read the original Superman, and I was laughing because, and one of the story, well, number one, Superman, the, the story, the original story, because I've never read the actual original story, mm-hmm. to, you know, what we've all grown up with. Two different things. I mean, really. Um, the the whole thing from being shipped from Krypton mm-hmm. is like one panel. That's <laughs> the whole story, you know, him being shipped from Krypton. And 
he lands on Earth. Mom and Paul can't find him and save him. They send him to an ador- uh, adoption or uh, orphanage thing. Mm-hmm. Never that ne- you know that's never you know, gone you know come up anywhere. But he went to an adoption agency um, because he was so strong. He was instantly strong since birth. Mm-hmm. And, you know was what they say. Um, and then Mom and Paul can't feel so guilty. They came back and adopted him. Mm-hmm. And Paul Kent was like. You can't, you know, you can't show people how how different you are, how special you are, in, until the right time. And then they die. Mom and Paul can't die. And then when they die, Superman's standing at the grave saying, I will become Superman. This is the original story, you know, from 1937. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, no supervillains. He doesn't fly, obviously. He jumps from place to place. He climbs on ledges and climbs into windows. Um, the best one, the best story is he's, he finds a, a, a corrupt coach, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, he decides that he's going to take this corrupt coach down. So he goes and he, finds this one guy who's a bench warmer in the football team. Mm-hmm. He kidnaps the guy. So this is Superman. He kidnaps, kidnaps the guy. He drugs the guy. He ties him up. And Superman puts on this, like, makeup that makes him look like this bench warmer. This is Superman. And um, it was just, I was like, wow. At, Completely not the, you know, the Superman, the iconic Superman that we think of today. Totally different. Yeah. Um, Batman. I, I enjoyed Batman because it's, it's kind of the same process. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, like I said, it's written in the 19, late 1930s, so their dialogue <laughs> is hysterical. <laughs> um. You know, essentially the same thing with Batman. You know, Mm -hmm. it tells the story of Batman. And he fights the Joker, which I thought was a good story. The Joker is going around and he's killing these people. He, You know, because there was no TV back then, so it was just radio. So he would pop up on the radio, say, I'm going to kill this guy. Um, The first person he killed was Jack Kennedy. And he goes, I'm going to kill Jack Kennedy at 12 midnight, and I'm going to steal the the diamond or whatever. Well, what they don't know is the the Joker has already poisoned the guy 24 hours ahead of time and already stole the the diamond. Mm -hmm. So that's how he can get up there and say, I'm going to do this exactly at this time, because he knew when the, the poison would kill him. But the crime is already committed. Anyway, um, it was, it was, it was good. Um, you know, to be honest with you, and I know probably a lot of people are going to be like, <gasps> but I really don't care for Bob Kane's artwork. I just, mm-hmm. if you look at his artwork, it's, it's just not proportional. No. You know, as far as body, what, you know, what, and, um, I don't know. I just didn't care for it. But one thing also is, you know, physically, Joker has never been a, physically dominant person no you know well not not the joker we know Mm -hmm. so you know if batman and joker get into a fist fight 
Batman would just mop the floor Beat with the him. shit out of him, yeah. Well, in the original Batman, they have it out. And there's a part where the Joker's actually getting a better part of the Batman, not cheating or, or sucker punch, just beating his ass. I'm like, you know, that's, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Then the second story in it was with Hugo Strange. And Hugo Strange goes and he kidnaps these people from uh, an insane asylum. This is obviously before Arkham City. Or Arkham, Arkham Asylum. And he turns them into monsters. So the Batman's got to deal with these monsters. And he gets kidnapped by the monsters because he, he figures out where Hugo Strange is. Hugo Strange injects him with the, the serum that turns him into a monster. So he gets the the monsters to start fighting themselves. Mm-hmm. And he, within five minutes, he figures out a, a serum to fix himself. And then him and Hugo Strange get into a fight, and he kicks Hugo Strange out a window down the ledge. <laughs> you know, talking about, how, well, you know, he knew he was going to kill him. Yeah. And the two giants that were fighting in the background killed each other. And he's like, yeah, I, I expected them to kill each other. And, you know, Batman today is not about killing, but it was very, it was all about death. And I'm like, wow, you know. Yeah, the Batman that we know today is all about, like, justice. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, I haven't got to the story, the third story yet, mm-hmm. but uh, that's where I'm at right now. I just finished the second story on the Batman. And I don't know. That, and they've got him, like, smoking a pipe when he's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Corka pipe? Um, it doesn't, it's just black. Uh, I mean, like I said, Bob Kane is not, I don't think Bob Kane's that good of an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, even in, in back then, you know, in the standards. And I know, you know, storytelling and comic books were, were totally different back then. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's just, I didn't really think it was that good of a, he wasn't that good of an artist. I think he just got lucky, yeah. to be honest with you, with creating the Batman. I'm the Batman. Um, you know, it's funny because, um, and I didn't even think you were going to start talking about like comic books at first. Uh, I like this page on Facebook, and it's called Batmaniacs. It's pretty funny. Like, it, it's like I don't know who whose account it is, but it's like whoever is posting these pictures and stuff. It's like a different story in each picture and sometimes it's like really cool artwork sometimes it's like cutesy kind of artwork and sometimes it's like like meme type artwork you know what i'm talking about and and what is this bat maniacs bat maniacs and uh there was this one picture where it was like uh all the batmans and like all the different costumes that batman's ever been in Uh uh-huh like in the actual movies and like uh, like Adam West Batman too. They were all like laying on these uh, these beach chairs, like sunbathing or whatever, right? And it showed like a like an angle of all of them. Uh huh. And then, um, underneath that, it was like a picture of all of them in every one of the Batmobiles. And all, and it was like some vacation. I was like, I was like, how did they even get the money to do all that? To have every costume from every, like, live-action Batman. 
in every vehicle from every live action Batman? That's a good question. I mean, even if they're replicas, it's, we're talking money here. Oh, yeah. Um, here's a picture of Bruce Wayne in his bow tie, um, green plaid. Oh, wow. See, and he's smoking a, a cigar, or not a cigar, but a, a pipe. Yeah, the, the body portion is kind of funny. It doesn't even look like he has eyes. It looks like, um, and I'm sure people are going to laugh, but if anybody's ever seen Pokemon and they know who Brock is, he looks like Brock from Pokemon. The guy with the... He does! The I tan mean, guy with the squinty eyes, he's like... Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Brock. It's funny. <clears throat> um, let's see. I don't think... I'm still trying to figure out how to do this. I think this is how you take his... Ah, there we go. If you hear it, this I'm actually going to post this under the website so I can show everybody what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Um, I figured out how to do a screenshot. Oh, right on. So, and then... Also, I thought was hysterical is the Batwing. This is what the Batwing looks like. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's too funny. It's literally got a propel. Well, and again, you got to think this is 1937, 1938. Yeah. You know, there is no jets. It's just propeller. It's just propeller, yeah. That's too funny, though. It's like the fact that it actually has like a bat's head on it. Uh huh. God. And then it makes me laugh even more that like the end of the body looks more or less like a, like a shark. So it looks like a, a shark going into a bat, like <laughs> with a propeller on its nose. That's funny looking. I'll go ahead and I'll let me see if I can do this again. I'll take a screenshot of this one too. Yep, I got it. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I've I've been enjoying that. Um, I got to read the new X Men eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Mm. It's, um, they need to, at this point in the story, they need to shit or get off the the pot. Pot, yeah. They're, because now it's just starting to feel like they're dragging to the build, you know, the build up. They're just kind of carrying it on. Cause, I mean, it's gonna sound kind of dumb relating like anime and like comics, but they do, they do that with a lot of anime too. Where it's like they've made so many episodes and so many manga that when they finally run out of ideas and, the, like, people keep asking for more and more and more and more. The shit, the story just keeps getting shittier and shittier and shittier and shittier. And then you're stuck with a bunch of fillers, so. I don't know. I, I'm, I hope I don't lose interest in, in the series because of mm-hmm. how excited it was, you know, when I talked about it the first time. Mm-hmm. But it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, number one, I have a really hard time with Wolverine being the, you know, the leader, the oh, headmaster yeah. of the school. I have a hard time with that. So do I. It's... 
Wolverine. It's but like, it, anytime you say Wolverine to me, it's like a joke. It's like Wolverine, huh? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I tell you a story? Sure. All right. Um, well, actually, this is, this is gonna fall more, well, it's not more, it is. This is a good, old fashioned, juicy, weird story. Mm-hmm. And this is from the Huffington Post. And the title of this article mm-hmm. is Man Held Hostage by, are you ready? Mm-hmm. By a vomiting, pillow-humping pit bull. What? Actually, I think I, I, I seen something about that. It says, it's not every day a dog wanders into your house, vomits on your porch, and proceeds to hold you hostage while repeatedly humping your favorite pillow. Um, and there's a video that comes with it. And I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll put that up too and I'll let you Oh my read. goodness. Or, yeah, and let you watch it here though. In this colorful, explicit Latin video posted July 1st this year, YouTube users Lord P. France describes his hilarious ordeal with what identifies as a horny pit bull. Not to be confused with Canadian American rapper Pitbull. Not, uh, that wandered around his porch, scandalizing the occupants who which helplessly from, or watched helplessly from inside. This is some crazy Musfa. It's M-U-F-A-S-A. Musfa? Musfa art crap. The narrator says as the dog paces outside the porch. This dog just walked in our damn house. Clearly outraged at the dog's gall, the narrator explains that Andre had to push him out with a pillow. And he snatched a pillow from Andre, and now he's humping it. We're trapped in the house. Adding insult to injury, the narrator points out that his neighbors don't seem to be aware of the situation. Why don't you go home, dog? Go home! He yells through the door. The dog. Police coming up in here. It's like a damn dog porno. According to the YouTube user, the dog refused to leave the porch for two hours. He promised to post more videos of the incident when he gets some free time. As some of the commenters pointed out, the dog may have been overheated or thirsty. Apparently, this is not the first time a homeowner has been held hostage by a stray dog. In June, blogger Collins Hines recounted a bit less explicit his wife's experience being held hostage by a pit bull that wandered into the gir- into her garage. That standoff ended after 30 minutes. So we're gonna have to watch the video. Okay, this is some unbelievable shit recording from the band, though. That's what I'm gonna call it because this is some old crazy Mufasa. Mufasa. This oh, dog Mufasa. just walked in our damn house. This big retarded dog and got the throwing up on my porch. You know what I'm saying? Andre had to push him out with the pillow. It snatched the pillow from Andre, and it just nah, just humping it. We trapped in the house. Niggas across the street working on the house though. They ain't even helping. They don't even give a fuck. They sweeping the fucking yard. Why this big ass dog? 
is humping my pillow and we trapped in the house. This is crazy. And then let's even let's even look over here. Cause if I can see over here, if you can see at the bus stop, let's see if we can get it. It's a nigga over there. If you can see a little bit, you see a leg and stuff like that. And this dog is not caring about none of them. Just walked in the house, we chilling, you know, just you know, hanging out, me, Josh, and Andre. And he just come up in the house. About to pee on everything. You know what I'm saying? Now he humping like it's just a good old day. I can't wait till the vet get here. Won't you go home, dog? Go home. The dog police coming up in here. Look at, look at him looking at me all crazy. The dog police. Can you imagine these big teeth running up in your house? You chilling, just saying if you was about to barbecue or anything. And this thing ran up in your house. Man, I, was, man, I left Andre and Josh in this motherfucker. I went in the kitchen. I ain't gonna lie. Fuck that. I fight a nigga. I ain't bite no dog. <laughs> Shit, I shoot motherfucking a dog. Get off my porch. You gotta go, man. The police coming. You must not be a nigga dog, cause you must think you white, cause this motherfucking a black dog would have ran off this porch when I said police. You taking breaks and mid sessions on humping my, my poor pillow that been drooled on, dragged, and mistreated. I'm sorry that my, um, my outside of my window messed up. He been playing with that too. You know, he just been acting a fool. Big retarded dog on my porch. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. Humping it. You know, taking breaks. And look at him and he back at it. What'd I tell you? What'd I tell you? It's like a dog pouring up. Here, take it, man. Take it. Cause all I want this dog to do is get off my porch so I can go to work! Get off my porch! Why is these motherfuckers over here not helping no damn body, man? Hey, hey, we help, hey. This shit is fucking crazy, man. And it's not even about color. Okay? Damn, motherfucker can help. And then this motherfucker, this motherfucker black over here. You talking about white. If, if we can really zoom in and I can look, it's a black face. And, and the funny really thing see, is, it's, it's not staged. Black motherfucker in the bushes. No. Black motherfucker. Black motherfucker Man, in the this bushes. Shit is crazy. Get out of my porch, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> Throwing up and shit. I just sweeped the porch. I'm sorry. Oh, and this nigga laying down, man. Oh, man. Man, call the police, man. Call the police, man. That, that is too funny. That is too funny. <laughs> the funniest part. The funniest part is that dude's voice. He sounds like, um, <sighs> to me, he sounds like, uh, Antoine Dobson, just a little bit. No, I was thinking more of, um, oh, what's his name? <sighs> Rush Hour. What's his name? Uh, Chris Tucker. Yes, Chris Tucker. To me, that's what he sounded like, Chris Tucker. <laughs> it was hysterical. When I get home, I got to show Rebecca that. She's going to piss her <laughs> pants laughing. He said, motherfucker came up in here, took my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking throwing up on the porch. I just swept the porch, damn it. <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, uh, that made my day. I was going to say, that's some of the best weird news we've had in a long time. Yeah, we used to be all about what, uh, uh, bestia. <laughs> yeah, but there's no more good stories. Oh, uh, that's too funny. 
Yes, it's it's like that dog had to have been like on some drugs and like dehydrated at the same time. <laughs> Got a hold of somebody's PCP. Mm-hmm. Ate a firecracker or something. <laughs> something went wrong. Um, speaking of something went wrong, I I got a a submission, and I tried to listen to it, and uh, you know, because you know we're we're taking open submissions for new podcast shows, mm-hmm. and I just I could not make out what it sounded like. It sounded like. <laughs> It almost sounded like Harrison Ford talking, is what it <laughs> sounded like. I couldn't make it out. But I found two possible shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't contacted them yet, again, because I've been working. But I, I think we might find two shows that I'm going to ask for them to, to come over. Possibly three. I haven't decided on the third one yet. Mm-hmm. third one was kind of amusing. Um just kind of a different take on podcasting, you know, because for us, you know, we sit here and, and we talk and we record, but this one guy, he goes out, he, he, I guess he takes his phone or something and he goes out and he's podcasting while he's walking around, you know, doing shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it was entertaining. I, I haven't decided on that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we do have a brand new show in the works. Um, I uh, I can say right now it's with S. Sadie Burbank, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not a part of it, surprisingly enough. But S. Sadie is going to partner up with someone new. I mean, we're still going to do what we think, mm-hmm. but uh, she's going to be doing a second show. She's decided that, you know, for her doing one show a week, she can do another show. She enjoys doing it. Um, so I guess that leads me into, if you want to make a submission... Go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast slash submissions dot html and it tells you everything that you need to do, what we're looking for, and where to send it to. Um, or, I, I gave you the long address, just go to the jazelmodcast website and then you'll see in the corner it says submissions and You'll be able to do submissions there. I'm I'm still looking for at least four more shows. I I think maybe by the end of this month we'll actually be up to maybe ten shows if all goes correct. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm going to do is Monday through Friday I'm taking the weekends off. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's see what else. There's really nothing to draw on as far as with the movie. You know, we pretty much nailed everything to the wall. You know, uh, what was it? Episode 30. We talked, was it episode 30? Yeah, I think it was episode Yeah, episode 30. 30. We pretty much talked about everything, you know, that we needed to talk about you know, yeah. as far as the movie. So there's really nothing, no progress there. I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing going on there. Are you working on anything special or? Well, right now I'm, I'm still trying to get into, uh, school. Trying to get, uh. Get into a college? Yeah. Cause when Rebecca didn't even tell me, she's like, well, I already made you, like, 
and a, a, a web advisor. I didn't know that, and I accidentally entered entered in something wrong on the thing. Uh-huh. So now we can't even sign into the account for uh, Victor Valley College, and so I have to call tomorrow and um, like early in the morning. Because when I called them before, they were so busy. Like, I, I kept calling back over and over and over. They were so busy, like, they couldn't even take calls. So when uh, when I get a chance tomorrow morning, if, like, I actually get a chance to talk to somebody from them, um, I'm going to try and uh, see if I can get enrolled there and then take an assessment test. You know what? Your, your best bet is probably just to go up there in person. That's what honestly. I was thinking, too. Because she's like... Well, she's like, if all else fails, we'll, we'll just have to take you up there, and then we can get everything done there. And I was like, it might as well just go up, have to go up there anyway, because I have to take the assessment test, but right. I have to schedule it or something. So, Well, just don't do what I did. Hmm. Uh, my buddy and I, Mario, we worked the night before, you know, night shift, and, and we decided that we were going to go to the college and sign up. And, and now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? 
then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. And they, they said, well, since you're here, you want to take the assessment test. And I said, yeah, I'll take the assessment test. Um, so I got in there, and I started, it's all on the computer, and you're answering these questions, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I just worked almost 13 hours you know, like, prior. Uh... <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. It was like, <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> I did. I literally fell asleep taking the assessment <laughs> test. Head against the computer screen. And, and then this lady shaking my shoulder, Mr. Montoya, Mr. Montoya, uh-huh. So, well, yeah. That's not my fault. I, 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 I just <laughs> put the pills in the microwave and shut it on high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? So, yeah, so just make sure you get some good sleep the night before. Mm. Are, are you thinking about what uh, classes you're going to take? Well, from what I've seen on there, it's basically everything is business or science related. There's nothing like, there's nothing on there that like I would want to take. Right. Like I, I, I would, I would take business because you can get far with business. Right. And it's not like I'm not familiar with the classes already. Um, like there's, there's political science, there's, and there's just a bunch of stuff on there, but uh, you know me, the main thing I wanted to do is do music stuff. Right. And they're like, well, you can just sign up for like a music appreciation class. I'm like, well, to me, that's not the same thing because it's like you learn like classical music and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's not. No. No. That, to me, that's not music appreciation. Music appreciation to me is like learning about the evolution of music, not just like right. old music and all Well, like, you want to be a producer, so yeah. it's that doesn't help you any. No. So I mean I just want to get like my prerequisites done. So I'll, I'll probably just sign up for those and like you know something extra. Yeah. It's just like, well, you know, just do that for now because you can always go back and do something else because if you get your prerequisites done, then you already have them out of the way. Yeah. So if exactly. you want to do something that you, you want to do, switch your major. Yeah. Too. So I'll just probably do that. Do you know when the, the fall semester starts? I think it's August, August something. It's either August or September or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's August though. I'm pretty sure because that's when all the other, all the other schools start. Because I think I'm going to be going back in, in August. Mm. Did you um, already sign up? Hmm? You already signed up too? Not yet. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm probably going to do something like weightlifting and. I need to do that too. History. I like history. A lot of people don't like history, but I like history. I like history. It's just like, anytime I've ever had a history class, I've always had like a teacher that made it fun to learn history. Right. So, like, when I think of history, since I had that teacher, because I had him for U.S. history, 
I had him for Latin American history, and then I had him for uh, world history, like three years back to back. And it's like I had other history teachers, and they were so boring. It's like you never wanted to learn anything because the way they taught. But he was such he he was so explanatory. Uh huh. And it's like anytime you would ask him a question about anything, he would always like connect other things to it, so he made it made learning that much easier. Right. So that's why like I enjoy history because I wish there was more teachers like that. So. I don't know. I haven't taken no history, but I guess it's uh, just because I've been gone a few semesters. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to take a history course, you know, for your general, um, what is that, general prerequisite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, that'll still, I'll probably do it online. Mm-hmm. And then PE, I just need to get back in shape, man. I do. I just, I I was listening to one of my shows. I think it was uh, what we think, mm. and I was holding the mic, and you could hear me going. <laughs> <laughs> At any moment, you were like, "It's Darth Vader on yeah. the mic." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, man!" So yeah, I, I need to get back in there and, mm-hmm. and get myself healthy again because, you know, for for a long period of time, I I was taking really good care of myself and. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just stopped, and I need to. Mm. So that's one of the things I liked about ROTC when I was going to like regular school. Oh yeah, I kept your ass in shape. Yeah, I mean it's like you meet people there that you know at first you you think you know it's ROTC like it you get yelled at you know you have to work out. You know, it's all this other shit, but it's more than that. Like, if if you have kids, like any 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 of the listeners are listening, like if you have kids and you know they, you, you're not sure about ROTC or if they they're not sure about ROTC, tell them to give it a chance because it it really does change people's lives. Like I've met people that have never one have ever been in ROTC, uh-huh. and I went in ROTC, and because I said that, it changed their mind about that too, and they seen that it's not about that. It's like it's self-discipline. It is self-discipline. And kids think it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get sit there and yelled at the whole time. Well, yeah, you won't get yelled at if you don't fuck up. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you need to. It's it's part of the course. It yeah. really is. Um, I did ROTC from freshman to junior year. I did it three mm-hmm. years. I did it for three years, too. I did it from uh, sophomore to senior. And it was fun. Well, when I, because I left Hesperia High School, I went to Mojave High School mm-hmm. my senior year, and they didn't have it, so that's why I oh. wouldn't have been, I would have done all four years, but, um, you know, they didn't offer it. Hey, if you would have went in the service, you would have been at E3 automatically. Uh, there's a story behind that. Um, I was, I was, I was getting, I actually went and enlisted, mm-hmm. and because of my health, and I think it, I think even at the time, and I was like 18 years old, they're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're 15, 20 pounds overweight. No, like that's no big deal. But when they pulled my health records and they found that I was having angina problems, you know, at that, I I think it was like 17, 18 is when I started having. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, angina. When I say angina, that means heart. Yeah. Um, and they're like, nope, don't want you. Went to every 
branch of the service. They're like, nope. No, yeah. Because that was my thing. And I think that was kind of, uh, I don't know. I always say that things happen for a reason. Yeah. This wasn't meant to be. No. So. I mean, probably if I were to ever go into the service, they probably wouldn't take me just because my knee's gotten so bad. Just for that reason, because it's like anytime I sit down a certain way now, it's like it's always popping in and out of place. Right. And it's like that's not reliable in the service. So. And for me too, and I didn't really realize this much, so so much then when I was younger, but now Mm -hmm. I do as an adult, is I have an issue with authority. Yeah. Um, You know, someone that tries to come at me the acts mightier and holier than thou, mm-hmm. I instantly have an issue with. And, um, you know, now, as I'm approaching 40, my, my my big people like that is doctors, you know. Yeah. I don't care if you're a doctor. I'll take you out back and put my foot up your ass. <laughs> you know, so if you imagine it now... With doctors, how bad it would have been if I was in the military. Because mm-hmm. you can't get away with shit like that in the military. Yeah. So. I got another story for you. I, I you know, it's it was, what, 100 and something today. 105, I think, today. And even during the nights, it's been, you know, 80s. Yeah. So they had the air conditioning off at... uh at the hospital. At the hospital. So oh, I was running a fan, God. and they had this little duct air conditioning, just a little mobile air conditioning unit, because mm-hmm. they're constantly having issues with it. And I'm sitting, I'm doing my job, and I know I've talked about this before, but this kind of reoccurred again. <laughs> and uh, I have a doctor that, and I'm it not just too cold in here. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I swear to God, I look uh, over my shoulder, I look at the thermostat. And it says it's 85. I'm sweating. I, I'm working on paperwork and literally sweat is running down my face. It's hot. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Came in here and said something. And, and I don't mean to sound, and this is not a racial comment at all. Mm-hmm. This is just reality. This is where they were born and raised. Okay. India is a very, very hot place all year long. Mm-hmm. So the people that are born and raised in India are used to extreme temperatures. This is southern fucking California. You know, if it's over 80, it's hot. Yeah. If it's under 60, it's cold. You know, that's the way we like it. We like it between 60 and 80 degrees. Yeah. And I'm from Vegas and I know that shit. I think it's the same way. But yeah, he came in and he turned off the fan. And uh, he went over and he's not supposed to because engineering is the one that does the mobile air conditioning. Mm-hmm. He turns off the mobile air conditioning unit. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's hot. He's like, it's cold. I can't do my job. I'm like, it's fucking hot. I can't do my job. And I, I guess I was getting aggravated because, or I, I could, you know, you could see I was becoming aggravated because my boss is like, just go have a smoke and then, you know, when he gets done, you can come back and turn on your, your air seat. So I ended up going outside and 
taking a, like a 15 minute break. But yeah, I mean, it just pissed me off, man. I don't know. It's, I, I'd be mad it, too. Use some deodorant. Jesus Christ in a hand basket. Use some fucking right guard or axe. Hey, or, if you don't have any deodorant and you're with a female, use theirs. Cause it works too. Yeah. Cause I ran out of deodorant and I'm using degree. <laughs> so. Hey, as long it, as it, it keeps your pits from it, not stinking. And you know, if, if you're at a counter and that's probably six feet from where I'm sta- or setting and I can smell you six feet away, there's a problem. That's why I took a shower. I was like, it, it's, it's, I'm not talking about you. No, no, I mean, I'm just saying in general, it's like, if you can smell yourself and you know you can smell yourself, you should probably take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, it was, to me, it's like, I got so bad because it, I like to take hot showers. So when I shower, I shower at night in the summer. Right. Cause it's cooler. Um, so whenever I take showers, you know, like I said, normally I take them at night. And ever since, uh, you know, the girls, they, they, they take their showers at night, whatever, cause they like to have their little bath time. Right. Whatever. And then your mom takes her shower and Rebecca takes her shower. And I'm like, well, whatever. So like it, it was a week. It had to have been at least a week because I took a shower and. I smelled so bad because I was out there <laughs> in the yard working. I was putting, I was taking stuff from the room and putting it in the trailer and I was moving around the house. Sometimes, man, when you're sitting in that house, that swamp cooler is just not enough. I had to take out the fans from the room and bring it out in the living room. It was so hot. I was sitting there pouring sweat. I was like, oh. On the 4th of July, I don't know if you see, there's a blade missing on that fan. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, my box fan, which... This is usually in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. It was just so hot on the 4th of July. I brought out the fan and set it over there next to TV and mm-hmm. just trying to circulate some air. And it fell. And once it hit, the that blade just popped right off. So I ended up having to go get a new box fan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And so I had the fan, this fan. I had mm-hmm. the AC on plus the new box fan, and I was still just sweating like crazy. It was miserable. Hey, it was miserable there, too. Sometimes I wonder why I even live in the desert. I mean... Hey, Vegas isn't any better. Trust me. I don't even think Northern California is any better. <laughs> it's more humid in there than it is anything down here. That's true. Because I'm like, uh, San Francisco... San Diego, all of that area, hot and humid. Right. You don't not want to be down there in the summer. You don't even want to be down there in October because I went down there uh, for the air show in Miramar. Dude, I got so sunburned and I was sweating so bad that I had sweat, like white sweat stains on a navy blue shirt. Really? <laughs> yes. And it was a polo too, so it was thick. So that, that tells you something right there. And I was an ROTC at the time, so it was a lot fitter. <laughs> so I was, I was just pouring. I was like, ugh. Uh, the last time we went to the San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it was you and Rebecca, right? Yeah. Um, that was in July or August, I think. It was last year? No, this was like 2011. 10. 
2010. Yeah. And, um, you know, being down in that area during the summer, and it's just like the, the air is hot. Mm-hmm. And that, that moisture in the air just sticks to you. Yeah, it's like, it, it doesn't, it feels like you have three layers of sweat on your body at all times. Yeah. Especially if you're like a husky guy like us. Yeah. You're walking around there, you're like, oh, wiping the sweat off your forehead. And then like, as soon as you wipe the sweat off of your forehead, it's like more comes down. And you're like, oh, oh. that's, that's it's an endless battle. <laughs> when I lived in Arkansas, that's why I was, I was literally, I would come home from work, take a shower, go to bed, get up, take, take a, a shower, shower and go to work. Yeah, and I still I felt kind of sticky. I don't know. I it Vegas is so dry. It's like I don't know. It's because I like I, I'm fair skin. Like you can tell, I'm like Casper. Right. Okay. If you are like me and you've lived in Vegas your whole life and you still don't tan, <laughs> then there's something wrong. <laughs> right. Like I, I. Anytime I have to go outside. Rebecca's like, she's like, why do you, why do you want this hat? I was like, because I need it for the summertime. She's like, you don't ever go outside. I was like, yeah, but when I do go outside, I need to wear a hat because I don't want my freaking scalp to fall off. Right. And I've had that before. That shit is not fun at all. Really? What happened? Uh, it's, I think, what was it? Uh, the first time that happened, uh, my grandpa and his wife or whatever, because my grandpa and my grandma are divorced. Right. Um, they took me on this, this river rafting thing because they had a, um, like, um, <laughs> tickets for it. And it was river rafting over by the Hoover Dam. Okay. So you're going down that, that, uh, that river. And, you know, I, I, I had bought a hat because I had brought my hat too. And, um, it, it fell off in the boat somewhere and I couldn't find it. And, uh, I was like, oh crap. And I forgot that I bought the other hat. And at the time, I was like, oh, no. Right? So, a few hours passed by. You know, we're, we get a break. You know, they go over off to the shore. Uh, I was like, oh, look, there's my hat, right? By the time I put my hat on, I put that hat. And I was like, my head just felt like it was on fire. Instant. Oh. I was like, oh. And I start to feel the skin tighten up. It's like, eh. I was like, oh, shit. It hurt so bad. I had... Like the gnarliest sunburn for three weeks, and you were blistered. Mm-hmm. Your scalp was blistered. Mm-hmm. Hair was falling out. Really? Yep. Holy shit! Sucked. That's not even the worst sunburn I had. The worst sunburn was when I was when uh, I got a sunburn on my back. It was my whole back. It was. Uh, I think it was. Summer, let's see, sophomore year, that's what, 2010. Maybe it was the summer of 2010 or 2011. And, uh, it was the last day of school. And me and some of my ROTC buddies, uh, we went over to this chick's house because she was having like, a some kind of like celebration thing or whatever, you know, last day of school. So we all brought like, uh, just a bunch of junk crap. We brought cookies, um, chips uh brought some fresh fruit you know just you know mix it up yeah give us some energy uh we brought like 
Sierra Mist, you know, some water here, some water there. And we basically spent like the whole day in the pool. Okay, this mind you, this is from like ten o'clock, ten or eleven o'clock AM to about four five PM. Okay. Mind you, the highest that day was hundred and twenty three degrees. Jeez. So that tells you something there, right? And I took my shirt off because like it, it was so soaked and the wind was blowing just a little bit. So it's like, oh crap, I'm so I'm so cold. So I took off my shirt. That was hell. That was hell. You not want to go and sleep when you have third degree burn all across your back and your sides. That shit just don't fly. Trust me. Especially when it goes up to your shoulders. It's not fun. I had, okay, literally my mom held me down on the, uh, cause we, at the time we were living in this house that had like one of those island counters. Uh huh. They held me down on the island cause it hurt, it, it hurt so bad. They got the, the aloe vera plant that they had out in the front and they cut it open and like the smell just made me want to gag. I was like, oh, 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 like cause it smelled so bad and they tried to rub that shit on me. I was like, like, oh my god, it was a horrible experience. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. I'll never touch an aloe vera plant ever, unless it's like a dire situation. Right. I've been I, I, when I was young, and it, actually, it was in Vegas when I got hooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's no fun at all. Mm-mm. I don't, and for whatever reason, it's like since Vegas is so much lower down, like the elevation wise, uh-huh. since it. Like, I don't know if you know or not, because Vegas, like, years and years and years ago, used to actually be a lake. That's why, uh, their, their fossil or whatever uh-huh. for Vegas is like a, looks like a dolphin type thing. Uh-huh. So, I think one of the reasons is it is so hot there is because it's lower down. So nothing wants to grow out there. <laughs> it's all barren wasteland pretty much. Except, like, buildings and stuff. <laughs> But it's so hot down there, it's retarded. I, it, you would think it would be hotter up here because the elevation's higher up. Right. But it's not nearly as hot as Las Vegas. Um, what was it? I was, 4th of July, we were watching the Weather Channel. Mm-hmm. And for Death Valley, the low for Death Valley was like 99 degrees. That's just too hot. Yeah, it is. I know, like, my uncle and his family, they live in a place called Blythe, California. Yeah. And I guess that shit oh, is... We've been down there, what was it? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was February. February, March. And we, uh, that's, that's when we, I think we took the band down there. Dude, it was almost 100 degrees down there. In March, in February, in March, February, February. March. yeah, it was almost 100 degrees down there, and it was snowing up here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, it's like welcome to hell. <laughs> Literally served, <laughs> served in Blythe. Wait, what? No, <laughs> that's like the devil's asshole right there. Yeah, for real. Jeez, I, I was, and when we went to go pick up the van. Uh huh. Like we basically rushed to run in the. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, uh, how are you? Where's your AC? <laughs> like, and they don't, they don't have AC, do they, or do they? They do, but most, it's like very low AC. It's not like 
good circulation AC. Right. But it's like you could feel the temperature drop when you entered the house. You're like, whoo. <clears throat> I, I've never been to Blythe. I have no desire to go to Blythe. No. You don't want to. They can keep the heat. Mm-hmm. You know, because figure if it's 100 degrees in February, you know, what is it, 90 degrees in December? Yeah. And if it's 90 degrees in December, how fucking hot is it in August? Seriously. In Vegas, like I said, it gets about 120 degrees. That's, sometimes it gets more than that. I mean, the lowest temperature in Las Vegas that I've, that I think I've ever experienced is probably about 40 degrees, 30 or 40 degrees. Really? Yeah, it's snowed there quite a few times, actually, since I've been there. And that's unbelievable, I know, but it, it's happening. Well, next episode, I think by next episode, we're going to have some new gadgets, gadgets, mm. gadgets, gadgets, um, to our equipment. Uh, I went ahead and bought myself, uh, another stand, you know, a mechanical arm stand mm. like the, the one you have. Yeah. And I also bought, uh, pop filters. It clips onto your mic and it comes out and it's a little screen. Right oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So I'm, because I think at this point, our content's good. We have good content. You know, we tell good stories. We, mm-hmm. We're funny. Um, now, at this point in the game, I think it's about cleaning up the audio as much as possible. Yeah. So, and, you know, now we're using both mics. Everything finally, is, as far as that Falling goes. Falling into place. Yes. I mean, fuck, we're, what, episode 31? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's taken a while to get there, but we're getting there. Hey, some people don't even have this stuff, and they're... They've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, let me see what time it is. And, and I, yeah, I guess I have time. Um, you know, like I was saying earlier, and I talked about this, I think, last episode, too, mm-hmm. was uh, I've been listening to podcasts. And there was one podcast that I came across, and it was la- I was laughing because it was like almost... Everything that I said not to do, remember I was telling you don't, yeah. you know, don't use your built-in mic, don't record in the kitchen, you know, make sure it's quiet, talk into the mic at mouth level, don't talk up or don't talk down, talk at it, you know, mouth level. Yeah. Well, this one particular podcast pretty much did that. You could tell they were in the kitchen. And how I know they were in the kitchen, number one, was it, it was just for the fact that it was reverb. But mm-hmm. you could hear someone like washing dishes in the back. <laughs> and, you know, obviously when you're talking to the mic, you have a, 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 uh, a tone mm-hmm. that you can tell. It's, it's more direct into the ears when you listen to it. Yeah. So, and like I was just moving my head around, you can, you can tell just in the, the vibration of my voice if it, I go up or down or like, that sounds right. like I'm over. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like I'm over. You know, so it sounded like he was like kind of boxing and, and podcasting at the same time because he's like bobbing and weaving. Maybe and he was recording the audio while he was washing the dishes. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was doing. That'd be funny. And then uh his his podcast was about beer. Beer. Wow. And it's it's interesting because 
You know, I've been talking a lot about comic books and being a nerd, nerd geek, you know, mm-hmm. this last few weeks. And I was like, I hope I, you know, I'm not wearing that thin with the listeners. But if some some bitch can record while he's washing dishes, talking about beer, and that's the whole theme of his podcast, every episode is how great beer is, I can talk about comic books or video games or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Speaking of video games, um, have you started anything new or what's the lowdown on the game front? Well, uh, right now, me and Rebecca, we pretty much been playing this game. I mean, it came out a while ago, actually, and now it's it's actually picking up um, pretty fast because there's been a lot a lot of new updates with it. It's called Ion or Aeon. Um, How do you spell it? It's A I O N. It it could be pronounced either way. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Well, I mean, the game's from Korea, so I mean. It, it it falls in that category of pronunciation, right? Um, I mean it, it's pretty cool. I mean they uh they have like different classes. Every class, you know, of course, has like a subclass. And you know, me and Rebecca like RPGs, right? MMORPGs, I should say. Um, like uh, every class, like I said, has its dual class. Except they came out with these two new classes called a um, uh, song weaver, which uses like a harp. Like a, it's like a harp magical weapon. Okay. And, uh, it came out with a gunslinger, which is, the gunslinger's got like these flintlock pistols and stuff, but they use like magic instead of, uh, bullets. like bullets and stuff like that. And then like, I guess that they're gonna come out with a sub role for, I mean, a subclass for, uh, the gunslinger class, which uses an aether cannon, which is like a huge, like, cannon arm. Magical weapon. It's like they they run around with it on their back and they take it out. They're like, and they look like Mega Man with this thing. It's like certain ones can like fold out and stuff like that, and they charge up these weapons that do like does massive 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 amounts of damage. Uh And you can tell because it's like I'm not even killing shit that fast. So how are you? You know, right? And uh, you know, we we've been playing this game and it's like I said, it's been picking up real fast because you can tell. Um, since we started playing it, there's so much more people that have been online. Right. I guess it's because they just released one of their new patches for this, um, these new classes. And we started playing right before they released it. So we were like, whoa, new classes? Like, you know, we didn't even know. And that was around the time of E3. And I I didn't even hear anything about it at E3. So and we've been pretty much enjoying that. Um, we've been watching, Old school Degrassi. Oh, really? Yeah. We were seeing, cause old school Degrassi's from the 80s. Right. So we were watching all, like, just laughing at these people's hairstyles and, like, their clothes. We were like, you can tell this, this shit is totally staged. Like, you got the chicks with, like, the punk rocker hair wearing, like, the gnarliest looking clothes <laughs> you can imagine. And then, like, you got the weird little preppy, chicks wearing like punk rocker looking clothes and right. it's like i was like and i was telling the girls this because they were watching it too i was like there was this one guy that was wearing a fedora with like a a cut off arm denim jacket with like a hawaiian shirt underneath it i was like yeah back then that was he, that was you know popular people you know girls like guys like that now you look at a guy that's just like that. It's like it's it, to me. It was just kind of humorous to see that, you know. And and I've never 
seen the old school Degrassi, so I was like, you know, this is actually pretty good. Like, but the people, the people are so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. It's just like, I watch it because it's interesting to watch, but it's like the actors themselves are like annoying. Right. One of them, like, mm-hmm. since it, like you want to beat their ass. Yeah, like, just shut up. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, that's pretty much what me and Rebecca have been doing. That's cool. All right, kids, that's it for this week. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you just sweep the porch and a dog's humping your pillow, then fuck, you might be seeing red. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Welcome to Seeing Red. Say we didn't warn you.